When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Let's get ready. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I, I don't mean to pull the curtain back on how stupid I am, but how do you make pickles? Cucumbers, you, uh, vinegar, you whatever. Yeah, salt. And and, <laughs> you have to like eat them up or something. You, is that what you do? You heat I, don't them up? I don't know. I don't know Mahoney. They're just teeny little cucumbers? Where, no, do, where do you get the teeny cucumbers? Guys, First, no, they're baby cucumbers. Spears. They're aborted cucumbers. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Let's get things going with some good news and some bad news. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so not great when pigs are on the loose. I guess the owner of the pigs uh, said that they escaped from a fenced-in outdoor closure, but officers in Washington were dispatched because they were at an apartment complex and they oh, were yeah. running through the halls and <laughs> just freaking out. And the, the cops had to show up and try to put some uh, some collars around these pigs to try to get them out of there. And they were freaking out. They were like oinking and grunting and flopping is, is all over the, the place. Uh, is this the uh, pig springer? Hog Springer? Maybe is so. That, is that what we, we got going on here? I think you'll appreciate the names, Audrey. It was uh, two pigs, uh, Piggy Pay and Peter Porker. I would have named them something different. What would you have gone with? I don't know. Maybe like Jessica and Larry. Larry. Larry I like and Larry Jessica. the pig. Yeah. Larry the pig yeah. and Jessica. They like to get down. Yeah, they do. I mean, I like human names on pets. I think it's really like, What are they doing in this apartment complex? There's some stuff going uh, on. The pigs didn't just go there by accident. Uh-huh. They knew there was some freaky stuff going on. Were they uh, being raised by someone in this apartment? They were being raised by somebody nearby. And then they got out of the backyard and they went straight to the apartment because, again, some stuff goes on at that apartment complex. But how did they get in? Some dork will let them in. I mean, honestly, like if Dude, I was if I was walking don't in have thumbs? and there was two pigs at the gate, I'd be like, I'll on, buzz you in. Come on in. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's go hog wild. So uh, some good news today as well. And this is kind of surprising, but uh, Lionel Messi is coming to the United States to play soccer. What? And he told the Saudis to kick rocks. So Saudi Arabia is trying to get him to come and play there. And he just said, you know what? No. No, I'm not going to do that. Wait yeah, a they second. offered him like a obscene Ridiculous. amount of money. And you know what? The people who already have an obscene amount of money can tell other people with an obscene amount of money to go F themselves. And I love that Messi did. Is America about to like start winning? <laughs> what do you no, mean? No, I mean, he's playing in America, not for America. Oh, boo boo. No, he's playing for the Miami team. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, she, but, I thought she was thinking like the like yeah, like oh, USA. Like the USA. No, 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 no. No, but I mean, he is playing for an American team, and I mean that's been kind of one of the big problems with you know soccer in America is that you know when you think about the Premier League and the best in the business, we don't have uh, very uh, many best in the businesses right at the moment. At the moment, our teams are not exactly doing that. But then you see like a situation like this because this organization um, is owned by David Beckham and so you know you think about like David Beckham and Lionel Messi and like some of these those are the huge names the biggest names in all of soccer outside of Ronaldo you're exactly right yeah yeah, so uh, his contract with PSG officially expired at the end of June he had tons of lucrative offers including with Saudi Arabia but instead he has decided to to come to America and you know what you're at the tail end of your legendary career and you're like all right, I can either go play for Saudi Arabia and get paid in blood money or go to Miami. Why is Saudi trying to dip their toes in all American sports right now? Because they know they're profitable and they can be bought. Yep. It's kind of gross. It's kind of gross. But some good news again. Lionel Messi is coming to the States. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we all know those people that are a little bit too thirsty for social media likes um, and do Really cringy things, but there's a whole different level of doing cringy things because we saw the Paul brothers early on in their careers, if you want to call it that, uh, doing some cringy things, you know, everything over in Japan, oh, with yeah, the horrible. suicide forest and all that stuff. You're like, what are you guys doing? But they weren't like putting themselves in a position where they could actually 
you know, get killed. They were just doing things that stupid, very tasteless. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if they were, you know, some of the ones that kind of set off the social media trend of doing things like that. It feels like the Paul brothers have some business acumen and are actually pretty intelligent guys. There's a lot of people out there who are just pretty stupid, and they think that if they showcase how stupid they are, that they're going to get social media likes. I mean, the Jackass did that, but for television. You're exactly right. It was, uh, it was just. Social media before TikTok existed. Because there was none. And it, it worked out gangbusters for him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the jackass guys, I mean, maybe not for all of them because Bam's not doing so great right now. Uh, but in their heyday, like, those guys were some of the biggest Huge. stars in yeah. the world. And they're still turning out movies that don't really cost that much to make and are crushing it at the box office, even though Johnny Knoxville's like, man, I'm too old for this. You, uh, All of you are too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys got to coach up some, like, younger dudes yeah. because, like, like, you know, like Johnny, you've got gray hair, man. Yeah, like, don't don't be sitting here, like, fighting a bull. Right. You're, you're going to get your back broken at this point. We're all concerned. Again. <laughs> uh, but this guy, who, who does appear to be a uh, young fella, don't know exactly how old, I would guess, Probably early 20s, maybe even less than that. Uh, he was a tourist at Yellowstone National Park, and he's probably going to find himself in jail. And it's all because he decided that he wanted to get some social media like by running up to and chasing bears. Yeah, man. Don't mess with the wildlife in national parks. Man, we period. saw a, a handful of videos recently of people messing with the bison. At Yellowstone. Oh, it's always like tourists from Asia yes. who get wrecked who are by like, bison. Oh, I'm going to sit here and like pet this bison. And that bison like, hell you are. And <laughs> off you go. And you're Bye. 10 feet in the air. So the clip showed him hopping out of his car and running at I a saw, bear. I saw this video. You saw this, this, video? You saw this guy? Oh, no. And I mean, I'm sure it got plenty of views and shares and likes on social media. Uh, unfortunately for him, the uh, Yellowstone National Park said he could find himself in jail because it's against the law to chase after wildlife at Yellowstone. I mean, it was a black bear, you know, so it wasn't like a grizzly or something like that. But man, what do you like? Again, it's still a bear. Nature is metal. They yes. don't have... They, like, There's no they, laws. Yeah. yeah like, oh, you're, what are you going to do? There ain't no laws bear? when you got claws. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this guy was seen running after this bear. And then, of course, he did what every stereotypical bro would do. He turned back towards the camera. Any guesses? He said, don't show that bear. He ripped off his shirt and started flexing. Ew, that's the same. That's the same. It's, I showed that bear and ripping off your shirt and flexing is the same thing. Yeah. Same, same. The that only is the most douchey thing ever. That would have liked, made me like that video on social media is if while he was ripping off his shirt and flexing towards the camera, the bear approached him from behind and ate him. Just, just bit him straight on the ass. I don't started out, started <laughs> out <of> the ass. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. When was the last time you all legit called out from work? Besides taking vacations, it seems like you guys are always on the air. Do you guys ever get sick? Message deleted. I actually would have been out last week had I not been traveling because I was sick. Yeah, but I was traveling, and so I had vacations scheduled. And it was very nice of you to uh, to get on that airplane and get all those people sick instead of being in the studio and getting us sick. Dave, I didn't. Sit, n- nobody was in front of me. <laughs> I was in the big front seat, baby. Oh, is that what it is? Big all of your fr- it was just a bulkhead. Cough directly yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah okay. I had all the big front seats on Spirit Airline. Yeah. No, we don't get. Off, Dave doesn't let us get off work. Dave makes us come in and put our pants on and get to work. Put your jeans on, get to work. I'll come in here sick as a dog, and Dave's like. Shut up. <laughs> Keep talking there. Yeah. I mean, look, it's uh, this is a job where, thankfully, um, you, you know, do sit six feet apart-ish. Yeah. I mean, we're not, like, in each other's laps, unfortunately. Well, like, I mean, have a lovely lap. Audrey and I both had COVID pretty bad, and we were, like, right next to you. Gold. Yeah. And, and I, you know, like, you and I talk, like, a foot away from each other, and so, like... You know, Dave never I, got it. Isn't Dave, that wild? Dave still never got sick from us. So weird. So so weird, man. COVID was such a weird time. The fact that both you had COVID and we're all in the studio together, and I either never got it or got it and had no symptoms. Meanwhile, you were in the hospital for ten days. Yep. It's just wild to me. Dave, your immune system and your wife too didn't get it really right. No, and so I, you guys spread super babies. Maybe, or the reason why my immune system is great is because my kids are constantly licking the floor, and so my system is yeah. always fighting stuff off. Same thing with my <laughs> wife, working, in a, working at a school. Elementary school? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're just around just gross constantly. 
you know, kids are licking and, and coughing and sneezing and throwing up on literally everything. And the lack of etiquette when it comes to kids and understanding, like, what a sneeze is, mm-hmm. is appalling. Like, I've had numerous <laughs> times where my kid just right in my face. I'm uh, like, what are you oh, doing? I did that once at a buffet when I was a kid. A buffet? Yeah, man. Not they, into the chocolate mousse. No, dude, we'd all been waiting in line. It's like a story one of my, my family loves to tell on me. Oh, my gosh. We were all waiting in line for fried chicken. They had not brought the fried chicken out. I think it was just like a golden corral. Yeah. And they plop it down, and I went, Oh. All over the chicken. You act like like that was a mistake now. You own that fried chicken. That's right. (laughs) Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, yeah. You guys were talking about exes who can still hang out and appreciate each other and all that crap, right? Uh, do you really think that's possible, though? Like, I don't know about you, but I have exes that would knife me if they ever saw me again. Message deleted. I, I think the person that probably has the exes that they keep up with the most is you, Mahoney. Like, you've become friends with some of your exes I mean, I've since got, you've dated. Well, you know, I... One of one of my, one of the more serious relationships. I would say most of the like relationships I was in that lasted over like a year and a half, which is like four, maybe three or four before I got married. I'm friendly with I'm friendly with all of them. Yeah, like I mean, like there was not bad blood or anything like that, so it's it's fine. You know, I mean, they may again we're not hanging out on a regular basis, but we're you know, you're course like casually yeah, corresponding. I, I, like I don't wish ill or anything. I wish. Nothing but the best. I'm you with know? you. Like most of the, the most of the people that I've dated a significant amount of time, like they were good people, just yeah. didn't work out, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, that happens. But I feel like, Audrey, you're not that way. Like you just kind of cut people. Well, I mean, my my ex-husband, I don't wish ill on him. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I feel like we were with each other for my entire 20s. Like that's a very huge, large chunk of my life. You yeah. know, so like I, I still love his family, still respect him as a person, but- you know, we don't talk. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, that's just something that I don't feel like I personally would ever want to do to myself, to him. I don't feel like that leaves room for personal, like separate, like growth as an individual again. It is hard when, if you're just like constantly in contact with somebody because that kind of feels toxic to me. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like you need a definitely like a, a period of time it's where cool, it's just like a, a cool down, a total cleanse, right? Yes. And then like you can have conversations yeah. again and everything's fine. But like for a while, I'm the same way as you. I, I don't know if that's the case for everyone, but for me, I'm the same thing. Like I just gotta take my time and like go sure hard reset, and then sure be like, cool after the fact. Yeah, because yeah. I mean we were friends also, you yeah. know, yeah. which is kind of the saddest part of it all, right? Yeah. So, but you know, I, I there are definitely though, Dave. You're right. There are exes where I'm like. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow, like everybody. I everybody, like. Um, yeah. I hope your car breaks down. Yeah, for me, it's more the short term ones in that regard yes, because you figure yes. it out that they're, you're just a piece of garbage. You're a piece of garbage, and yep. also I'm not like that invested anyhow. Yeah, yeah. Chris, let's go to you. You're the most toxic around here. Oh, great! Thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Do you uh, do you keep up with your exes? Uh, most of them I do actually. I, yeah. I've always tried. You know, like, even though you close the door, I always tried my best to never lock it. Oh, that so, is so lame. <laughs> I, well, well, you know why though. I mean, Audrey's over here like that's so sweet. No, I'm like, oh my god. I'm thinking. I actually thought you were being. Like real life, you never actually lock your door, hoping yeah, yeah. that they'll like stroll in one night. Oh, and just well, like, yeah. hey, booty <laughs> call. <laughs> uh, not gonna turn that down. This is Dave and Mahoney. Guys, I have some really, really, really disappointing news. What do you mean, Dave? What's so it's disappointing, you, Mahoney? You, did you not it's... get your Did you not get your gas turned on at your house again? No, I did get the gas turned on. Thankfully, uh-huh. you take a warm shower today. I did. It was, I would... it was the first warm shower that I've taken in the new house, and it was. Wonderful, magical. Oh, so good. You never, you know, you don't appreciate the small things in life like a warm shower until you don't have one, and then you're like, man, just warm water coming out of the faucet really does change my outlook on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so no, what's so disappointing then? Dave? You, you are disappointing, Mahoney. Why? All week we have been talking about this box that showed up at your house. We had everyone calling in talking about. Whether or not we should open it. 833-YO-DUMMY. You can call and leave us a message or text us on that line anytime. And we decided that we were going to open it today. You said that. Yeah, you, you did. Agreed. You no. agreed. Yes, he agreed. I, I don't know about all that. <laughs> you agreed. I think so. In I fact, think you peer pressured. Just so you know, Chris actually went to all of the trouble of pulling a whole bunch of different little sound effects. We got a box. We got a box. Call the bomb squad. I need a bomb squad. We got a box. We got a box. 
got a box. Yep. Yeah, I'll keep this one. I'm going to open it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? And today was going to be the big reveal on what's in this box that Mahoney has been holding on to for over a month now at his house. Mm-hmm. And tell everyone what happened. So, a new game came out called Diablo 4 from Blizzard. And you tend to hyperfixate when new games come out to the and, point where, like, you don't sleep much at night? You know, I started playing it, got off the phone with my wife, started playing some Diablo 4, and next thing you know, I fell asleep. I didn't realize what time it was. Yeah. And so when I woke up, what had happened was mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in a bit of a uh, stupor. Yeah, makes sense. And I snoozed through a bunch of alarms. Ah. And so I was uh, rushing to get out of the house, and uh, I forgot it. You forgot. The you box. forgot the box. Forgot the box. Our that, whole that feels purposeful. Show today was going to be centered around this gigantic reveal of this mystery box that it's been this huge buildup all week. We've been looking forward to it. We finally convinced you we're going to do it. We're going to do it live on the uh-huh. air, and then you forgot it. I feel like this was on purpose. I, I, I hand to God did not leave it at home on purpose. But you don't. You religious man. (laughs) (laughs) This is David Mahoney. There is a certain person. person. So vile, so arrogant. A middle ground between horrible and useless. A culinary and retail nightmare. A person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? What you're about to hear are all real reviews from the Karens and the Darrens of the world, and it really has very little to do with the name Karen or Darren. It's all about an attitude, Mahoney, and some of these Karens and Darrens are going to let the world know when they are displeased. Dave, they would like to speak to the manager, and hell hath no fury like a Karen or a Darren who has been scorned, and we will hear about it on Yelp. This is the Hoptinger Beer Garden and Sausage House in Jacksonville, Florida. It's got four Sounds like a place I want to hang out. Yes, it does. Uh, TJ said five out of five. Ate here for the first time yesterday, but OMG, can we talk about how underrated German bread is? It's so dense and compact. The best I've ever had. Dense okay. and compact? Okay. That's, a, that's a feature? That's a weird way to describe how much you like know. bread. Uh, Rachel O said five out of five. Delicious food. Great atmosphere. They have so many different beers. It's almost hard to pick. Love it, Rachel. Sounds Karen like a great place. C, not impressed, said one out of five stars. This restaurant has been a constant disappointment in the five times I have gone here over the last several weeks. I wanted to give it another try, but the vegan Reuben leaves so much to be desired. The bread, untoasted. The sandwich, just bland. And very apparent when a dish has been poorly prepared. What do you have the occasion of trying the dish? And oh, what do you know? It's not well executed. Also, I've had to literally leave the rooftop area before, including this time without ordering an additional meal because the bar reeked of garbage and the other side full of huge flies. It was simply disgusting. I mean, it's a bar care. Also, you've been there five times in the last couple of weeks. Like, it can't be that bad, right? Especially she's complaining. She's got a downer. She needs more booze. Get her more booze and maybe she'll be more happy. This is uh, Nona. It's a restaurant in Westlake Village in California. He's got four and a half out of five stars. Nicholas O said five out of five. Amazing service and ambiance. Mm-hmm. Ambiance? Modi C said five out of five. Super authentic Italian cuisine. Amazing food. Servers very accommodating. Love it. Karen C said one out of five stars. I'm sure for many this is the most incredible Italian food you've ever tasted. But if you consider how few of these people have ever actually been to Italy like I have, then you can appreciate why perhaps so many seem to like it since it's completely Americanized. My table waited 30 minutes before anyone took our drink order. Another 15 minutes to get our drinks. Another 10 minutes to get our menus. Then another 10 minutes to order. And then a whopping 45 minutes before we got our appetizers. And then when the food came, it was cold. The evening took a severe and sad turn down from there to the point where we all wanted to leave, which we did. I mean, that's what you do when you're done with a meal that you apparently waited uh, four days for. Yes, you just, you get up and you leave. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. Dave and Mahoney. 
This is probably not surprising. I mean, Mahoney, I have uh, become more like you as of late where I don't watch the news anymore. It is just seems so toxic. It's so toxic. I mean, really, just kind of whatever channel you decide to turn it on, you're like, man, this is just all so negative and all this, oh, the world's coming to an end, blah, blah, mm. blah. If it is, I just would rather be ignorant to the fact of what's going on I'm out gonna there. I'm going to enjoy my last few days rather than just get an ulcer anticipating the end, which, you know. I mean, honestly, end. how many people have we seen, though, uh, in the last few years that have just gotten worked up into such a tizzy by the news that it has really dramatically affected their life and their relationships Changed and everything their whole else. personality, yeah. man. And I just don't want to be that nope. person. Um, so I haven't really kept up with all the drama of CNN. I mean, I know that they obviously made some changes that a lot of people weren't thrilled about because, you know, like CNN sort of had a lane and they tried to kind of be sure they were more the left and yeah, more left but that like but, but kind of still more trying to be not super left it's but not try, fox news it's not msnbc trying it's to kind split of more, the middle which man doesn't do anything for anybody because they were the lowest rated network out of all of them well they brought in this new ceo and uh he is already getting the boot after just about a year with his bumpy tenure well he came in and cleared house yeah that was that yep. was the thing that he did i mean there was a lot of people who got let go uh, you know, I mean, some big personalities, a lot of their behind the scenes people as well. I mean, it's kind of been chaos at CNN and it shows. I mean, you look at the ratings and they are by far, you know, you look at the ratings and their revenue. They are a distant third. Yeah, I mean, declining ratings, uh, layoffs, reduced work morale, and they, you know, the whole mission that he had supposedly was to restore the network's reputation for serious journalism. Okay, and but that the, if go, you go online to CNN.com, because that's usually where I go, I'm not even, I don't know, but it's still the journalism aspect, not the actual TV aspect, but even their website, too. Like, I'm never feeling like it's hard hitting journalism that's on their network. No, I'm with you. Yeah, it all, it, it all feels like fluff. Opinion like 24-hour news doesn't feel like the place for serious journalism. The only way to fill all of that time is by having yeah, yeah it, scaremongering, fear porn, and a whole bunch of ridiculous opinion shows. Yes, so. it's so much opinion. I honestly felt at one point I was getting better news from BuzzFeed. <laughs> so Disney Plus is getting more Star Wars content. Mahoney, I know that you have been a big fan of some of the Star Wars content on Disney Plus, not all of it. The, the last season of Mandalorian was a little weak. It was by far the weakest, I thought. You know, they tried to bring it back a little bit there at the end, but I think they got a lot of work to do. Uh, but I'll tell you this, I loved Andor, you know. Uh, Audrey and I have talked about this many times. I think Rogue One is now our favorite yeah, Star Wars film. I mean, surpassing Standalone, Empire, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, which is hard to do, you know. And uh, adding Andor into that mix has been a uh, pretty damn, uh, you know, that, that that one is like, this is what Star Wars should be. So this is a spinoff of The Mandalorian. It falls, follows Rosario, uh, Rosario Dawson's character from Mandalorian, yeah. and this is a spinoff of that. So it's coming to Disney Plus on August 23rd. Uh, surprisingly, maybe, is that Lamar Odom may be partially responsible here for Bam Margera getting the help that he needs. So what? there was, you know, the, obviously that news about Bam Margera's brother asking if anyone had seen him and, you know, he's just in danger. And then Lamar Odom showing up and Bam Margera being put on this involuntary 5150 hold. Well, I guess Bam Margera has been released from the psych hold and has agreed to head to Lamar Odom's rehab facility. Really? Look, I mean, it, it would be the most unconventional way that somebody would end up getting the help that they need. but I didn't it, know Lamar Odom had a rehab facility. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, good yeah. for Bam. Good if for Bam him. starts to take initiative in wanting the help, uh, um, because it it only starts with you. you. Could, it you only could, starts with Bam, him yep, wanting to change himself. Nobody can do it for you if, you're, if he's you know going to commit to it and go for it. But, man, what a weird and crazy and unfortunate just you know way to – Kind of have this all play out in the media. You know, it's just sad, you know? Yep, just hope that he gets the help that he needs. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I don't mean to get too personal here, but uh, how are things going in your relationship? Good. The why do you ask? The reason why I ask is because this is how Little Rifts starts. You uh, you got this new puppy, Little Elmo, who's oh. the cutest little thing ever. Yes, Elmo. Uh, she'll be in studio tomorrow, I assume. Um, maybe, maybe not till Monday. Okay, um, but it's it's always great having her around here. Uh, but you and your boyfriend got this dog together, and it's been what a month or so. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the reason why I say that it you know a potential rift could be forming between you and the boyfriend is because. He's trying to be the cool parent. He is, man. Oh, are you talking about the food thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Mahoney, I need you to, because I, I feel like Mahoney would actually side with my boyfriend on this. What's going on, Audrey? So he was giving me grief and guff 
all day long the other day. Are you feeding Elmo because she's just being so hyper around food? And I'm like, no, I'm not feeding her human food. Why would you ask that? Again, she's just jumping all over me whenever I have food. And I'm like, well, she does have a nose. She probably smells probably that you've got food. Probably a puppy and smells yeah, delicious, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm not feeding her food. And um, went to the ice cream shop yesterday, and she ended up licking, like, without me seeing a part of my bowl. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, Elmo's eating human food. I knew it. You were feeding her, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fast forward. As soon as we get home, I give her a treat because she was being so good. Yep. And he's like, she doesn't want it. Let's put peanut butter on it. <gasps> and I'm like, how are you Human just gonna, peanut butter? Human peanut butter. So he's been he's going to start feeding her human food once after gets, giving me once grief. She, once she gets a taste of that peanut butter, could be all downhill. Peanut butter, uh, a lot of people don't know. Heroin for dogs. I feel That's like true. it is. Uh, oh, it's a, as addicting as opioids. But See, I, did, so I disagree, cute. man. Like, as a human, you get peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. It's a nightmare. Imagine being a dog. You ever man, seen a the, dog with peanut butter on yeah, the roof those, of their mouth? Yeah, but dog tongues are way yeah. more flexible than human tongues. Yeah. They drink backwards, which is weird. It is weird. If you ever, if you've never seen a dog drinking in slow, slow motion, motion, it's really something. But um, so, why doesn't your boyfriend want to feed the dog human food? Because it's, it's just a, not good for them. It's a dog. Well, it depends on the type of it's human food. Dog. My mom actually, because she's got some older dogs, little tiny dogs. She's got two little little pins. Yeah. Does she and feed them human food? Like raw she, chicken and and like no. She's rice. been uh, she's like been doing it in a crock pot. Ooh. She, she's been like literally like she goes to Costco, gets a bunch of chicken breasts, and has been cooking it for the dogs. Man, just, why does your dog live a better life than me? What are you talking about? Dog lives see, a better. They but, live a better life than me. See, but it's funny, Dave, because you just said it's a dog, but for so many people who are in my camp. I'm going to keep calling us like the millennial. It's like a millennial movement where there are a lot of people who are not having kids and we only have pets. Yeah. And so we're treating them like our well, children. It's not even, but it's still so a you're dog. giving I mean, them food. Well, yeah, well, I'm Dave. saying you're giving them like what Mahoney's mom yeah, is doing. You're, you're creating meals like for them. Like meals for them. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's pretty. She's like, it's the same price. We'd be, it's pretty close to what we'd be paying for dog food anyway. And, and granted, they don't have a Great Dane or, a, you know, 112 pound Rottweiler or something like that. They've got two little men pins. So, you know, 12 pounds or 20 pounds of chicken is going to last a long time. But the way, you know, they're having, they have, they're older, so their teeth are out. So it's softer food. Oh, so they don't have all that. They, they don't got all them teeth. Oh, they're like, mama, mama, mama. I but love this food my so mo- much. My mom said <laughs> she noticed a marked difference in their energy level. I'm sure. Once she switched their food to that. Because so. they're actually getting like vitamins like and nutrients, nutrients and things. And stuff. See, but here's the Once thing: she though. started slow cooking them food. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that my attitude would change as well. Because the best part of a meal in a crock pot is not actually the meal; it's the smell of it all day. Mm. Like, can you imagine being that dog with your heightened sense of smell and just all day you know that's coming? You're like, damn. Yeah, you're like, I'm gonna start feeding Elmo crock pot chicken. I I so. I, I'm not. I don't want a begging dog, though. Well, you know, she doesn't have to be a begging dog. It's, just, it's still good food. Oh, but know. even if you don't feed her the food, she's still going to beg for it because she's a dog, and it smells good. Not that she's never tasted it. She doesn't know what she's begging for. She ain't tasted it. Why is she over there licking your ice cream bowl? She never tasted that before. That's true. Why is she going to eat the treat if it's covered in peanut butter? If she's never had peanut butter before. That's true. It's the nose, man. The nose, nose. The nose, nose. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um. Dave and Mahoney present. Uh. Would you like sparkle curly fries? Fast food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Lisa is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. How are you today, Lisa? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. Do you have a favorite fast food restaurant? Uh. I don't know if you'd call it fast food, but I like Tokyo Joe's. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that, sure. I mean, close enough. It's not the sort of fast food yeah. establishment where you'd see a fight probably, but no, maybe. I don't know. It depends. If you're, uh, if you're taking I too long in line. I don't fast food really anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, your job today is to try to figure out which fast food restaurant these meltdowns happen in. Uh, they're all across the country, and the good news today is that Mahoney is here to help you out. He is a leading fast food forensic expert. Luckily, your boy went to Jack in the Box yesterday. Oh. Got six tacos. Did some market research. That's I like right. that. That's okay. Right. Mini tacos or the big style ones? We went big boys. Oh, man. You went six big boys? Six big boys. Yeah, get them yeah, minis right. for three bucks, man. 
All right, so the first one here, this woman has uh, stormed the drive through window after an employee apparently disrespected her. I said, Mocha, extra coconut, and then you're going to yell at me. Your lack of I professionalism does not make any motherfucking sense. I did not. Excuse me, sir. That's not how you talk to a, co- a customer. Mocha, extra coconut. It's a big difference. Sorry, sir. Mocha Extra Coconut. That's a Mocha Extra Coconut. Is that A, a Taco Bell, B, a Carl's Jr., or C, a Dunkin' Donuts? Gotta be a Dunkin'. Gotta be a Dunkin'. 100%. Or a Carl's. There's no way there's... I've been to Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's all the time. There's no coconut anything. Can we just at least for sure get rid of Taco Bell? The T-Bell? Take it back. The, the Taco B. Stop it. <laughs> yes, ta- Taco Bell is out. So it's either Carl's okay. Jr. or Duncan. Both of you, your first instinct was Duncan. Uh, Lisa, what do you say? That's my first instinct, too, because Carl's Jr. I grew up at Hardee's, which is the same restaurant, sure. kind of. Yep. And they never had coconut either. You're exactly right. On the board with one, that is a Dunkin' Donuts. Here we go on to number two, and you can actually win it right here if you get the second one correct. This is a restaurant manager who was tired of waiting for a family to order and went on a little bit of a power trip and asked them to leave. We were ordering food. We were ordering food. Yeah, and who talks like that in a restaurant? We have a time limit to get food. We have kids, and we wanted to find out what they wanted to eat, and I'm pregnant. So we got a time limit to get food. Oh, boy. Okay, so was that A, a Shake Shack, B, a Burger King, or C, a Firehouse Subs? Oh, Burger King. Burger King. Too many beeps. Burger King. 100% Burger King. Yeah, you guys win. Burger King. You win. Good job. Just like that. Those kind of shenanigans not happening at a Firehouse Subs. No, man. All right, Lisa, you're so good at this. Do you want to try to go three for three just for the fun of it? Sure. This is a teenager tries to come in for work the day after he was fired. <laughs> you understand why I wanted to play this one, right? Yeah. Sir, you no longer work here. Since morning. Since yesterday when I told you you do not have to come back. I continuously told you that you needed to put your phone on the desk and you're not. You're not my mom. You don't need no, no, to no, talk no, to like, me like that. You like, don't okay, need to so, have uh, my phone okay. taken away. You don't okay. need this attitude. You know what, though? This is your job, sir. You are not at home and you are not at school. So have a good day. Ooh, okay. Was that A, a McDonald's? B, a Subway, or C, a Raisin Cane's? McDonald's. Oh, man. Oh, maybe a Cane's, actually. I think it might be a Raisin Cane's. Ooh. This is hard. I don't know. I'm out. There's there's no food involved in that one. There's not. That's just like altercation between a a manager and an employee. This may just be, that that has McDonald's energy, though. Mm. It does. She's getting getting buck with it. I'm getting McDonald's energy from the dude as well. So I'm going to go, I'm going to change my, I'm going to change my, my, my vote to McDonald's, Dave. Yeah, I think it's a McDonald's. I mean, you're just, you're so good at this Thank game. You. Not you, Mahoney. Yay. I was talking to Lisa. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Mahoney, you believe in the Madden curse? If you're not familiar with the Madden curse, that is whoever is on the cover of John Madden. And that game, which is still a very popular game after all these years, is going to have an awful, catastrophic season. Uh, I mean, it happens sometimes. Patrick Mahomes has kind of, uh, you know, broken that curse in recent years. Uh, Patrick Mahomes seems to be an anomaly, without question. Yeah. Um, But the person on the cover of Madden 2024, a lot of people are saying maybe it should be DeMar Hamlin because, you know, he died and now he's back. But, you know, like... I don't know if that's going to move units. His uh, his teammate is on there. Josh Allen. Josh Allen okay. is on the cover. Well, I mean, but why would you put Josh Allen and not put Patrick Mahomes again? Well, because I don't think Josh Allen's been on the cover. No, but so I mean, he also didn't win the Super Bowl, though. No, but I mean, like, he is a hell of a quarterback. I mean, without a doubt. But, you know, he still has to get over the hump. Yeah. Still has to beat the so Chiefs. You, uh, I mean, and now you're gonna you're, you're throwing in the potential for the man curse on top of it. Oh boy, Josh Allen. Josh Allen tweeted, "It's a childhood dream come true. The game is available for pre-order, officially releasing on August the 18th. So it'll be available on pretty much all the gaming systems." Uh, Josh Allen, only 27 years old, led the Bills to a 13 and three record last season, and is the first Bills player chosen as a Madden cover athlete. Isn't that something? So the very first Bills player ever to be chosen. We didn't get. Get Jim Kelly back in 1994. I feel like he had a hell of a run, man. But that was 
That was before Madden, right? Uh, Madden, Madden was around then, but they weren't really putting athletes. It was jo- just John Madden. It was John Madden yeah. on the cover, yeah. But uh, Josh Allen going to be on the cover. Whether or not he'll have a great season or not, we'll see. But I do feel like this is a fairly important season for Josh Allen. I like, just, you know, they're always kind of like, they're right there. They're close. They've got to get over but the I mean, they're. I mean, here's, here's the thing. You know, the way that the NFL is right now, everybody's good. I mean, really, yeah. there there are a lot of good teams in every division, and it's fun to watch. Finally, well, yeah. and we've we've got a new we've get, like he's a part of that new generation of quarterbacks that are just you know changing the game, and it's yep. exciting, man. I, I'm I'm loving. I'm really looking forward to uh, another great season of football this year. Yeah, and with too. YouTube TV? Yeah, I mean, YouTube TV is hopefully going to make it way easier. I don't know if you've actually subscribed to I YouTube TV. I haven't yet, but, but I'm going to. I subscribe to YouTube TV, and the reason why I would say that maybe you should look into it now is because I think that it might be this week where the offer is ending. If it's still going on, where like you get a discount yeah, yeah, yeah. for like the NFL package and, yeah. and the red zone and all that stuff. But with that moving away from DirecTV to YouTube TV, for Game me, changer. I was like, see you later, DirecTV. Bye! You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Fred is joining us for a round of the movie quote quiz. How are you today, Fred? Not bad. How you doing? Excellent. What's your favorite movie of all time? Oh, God. I don't know. Jaws, I guess. Jaws. Okay. Classic. Scared the hell out of me at the drive-in. Still scares the hell out of me. I was every, watching every it. Every time I'm in the ocean still, I think about Jaws. I, I think my parents took me to go see, like, the uh, uh, Labyrinth or something like that, uh-huh. and Jaws was on in the background. Yeah. And I kept looking back, even without sound. Gave me nightmares. Horrifying. <laughs> All right, so here we go. You got to get four out of five. Mahoney and Audrey, both lifelines. If you need them today, this is the first one. Good luck. <laughs> you got to do something. Help me. Don't talk to me. Talk to my attorney. That's me. My guys are still under a judicial estrangement order. That blue thing I got from her. They could be exposing themselves. And you don't want us exposing ourselves. Mm, it's a classic. It's a lot of familiar names in there. Is it? I have yeah. no clue. This one I takes got us back to 1989. Mahoney looks like he can help if necessary. Got it at the end there. I, I don't know. It sounded like Jim Carrey. was not Jim Carrey. Uh, tag Mahoney in if you need him. I need Mahoney. Go for it, Mahoney. <laughs> that is Bill Murray. Yeah. Not Jim Carrey. And uh, uh, Vigo, the Destroyer, and Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2 is correct. Yes. I don't even he'll hear Bill Murray's voice. Bill Murray, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Was he just so young? Rick Moranis was in there. You heard him. Yeah, but uh, Ghostbusters 2 is correct. On the board with one. Mahoney, you are burnt as a lifeline. Here we go. On to number two. The business expenses. Relax. Business expenses? Jordy, yes. look what you got here. What? Look at this. $26,000 for one f***ing dinner. Okay. No, no, no. This could be explained. Dad, we had client. We had five, the Pfizer clients. Right. The Porterhouse from mm-hmm. Argentina. The expensive champagne and the wine. We had to buy champagne. And, and you ordered all the f- Sides. Tell them about the sides. I ordered the sides. So sides? Yeah. sides? $26,000 yeah. worth of sides? <laughs> what are these sides? They cure cancer? The sides did cure cancer. That's the problem. 2013 no, is when that one dropped. Do you uh, do you know that one, Fred? I have no clue. I got you. Audrey? It's one, of my, it's one of my favorite movies. I it's fantasize about this man all of the time. Leonardo DiCaprio. That is Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. And That's I didn't right. know until recently that Jonah Hill did not like playing his character in that movie. Like, he, he was like, like, I did not. Really? Yeah. It's no. like one of his least favorite characters that he played. And he took it for, like, uh, scale, too. He got paid next to nothing really? for that role. Wow. All right, Fred, you're Probably on the board. You are, you are yeah. perfect. You are two for two so far, and you've got no correct on your own. But lifelines are burnt now, so it's time <laughs> to step up. Here <laughs> we luck, go, brother. brother. Good luck. Lorraine, Lorraine, what are you doing? I swiped it from the old lady's liquor cabinet. Yeah, well, you shouldn't drink. Why not? Because you, you might regret it later in life. Don't be such a square. Everybody who's anybody drinks. Jesus, you smoke too? One of the biggest movies in the 80s. 1985. About a son kissing his mother. Uh, I don't know. Tootsie, maybe? <laughs> no, man. That's Back to the Future. Back to the Future. <laughs> did he say tipsy? Like, did he think we were playing tipsy or toddler? <laughs> wrong game, wrong game. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. That's all right. Okay. I believe it. I believe it. Sorry. <laughs> all right. If you if you See get you if you no no you're you're okay you're still alive if you get this if you get this last one right you're gonna win today but you gotta get this last one right okay. 
It's tough. All right, here we go. <laughs> is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. In 87, Huey released this for their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpieces, Hip to Be Square. A song so catchy, most people probably don't listen to the lyrics. But they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends. It's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul! So right. iconic. That one takes us back 23 years now to the year 2000. Do you know it, Fred? I have no clue. Oh, God. No, Fred. 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 Oh, God. Oh. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, yeah, man, that's, that's for, it for you. Appreciate <laughs> you playing today, man. Who is this, Ed? What about Ed? Ed, how you doing, Ed? Yep. Um, so it's just going to come down to this. We, we got one more to go. You get this right, you win. You don't, you lose. And we're just going to give the tickets away to call number 10. Okay? Also, that movie before, do we get to tell you what that movie was? Oh, yeah, that was American Psycho. The, 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 the classic. So are we doing movies just like with Huey Lewis from Back to the Future as well? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Love, love the tie-in. I knew the first one. You knew the first one, did you? Okay. Okay, good All job. Right. Here we go. I, did. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Say we get into the cage and, and through the security doors there... And down the elevator we can't move, and past the guards with the guns, and into the vault we can't open. Without being seen by the camera. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, well, say we do all that. Uh, we're just supposed to walk out of there with $150 million in cash on us without getting stopped? Yeah. Okay. All right, Ed, do or die. What is that? Wow. I know the movie is about the three old guys robbing a bank, but I can't think of the name of it. No, that was about that wasn't about. That. No, I love no. this teamwork. I love the teamwork. Okay, hang on. Hang George on. Clooney, maybe the uh, the voice we're you recognize working, there. Yeah, so it's not it's not old guys robbing a bank. It's handsome guys robbing a Very casino. Very hot, handsome guys, like oh, some of the so most handsome guys ever. About, uh, Come the on. seven something seven. No, it is a number. It's, it's a number. Yeah. And it's oh, there we go. Yeah. This game about uh, 11 minutes too long. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You know, we here at the Dave Mahoney Show like to celebrate the successes of our friends and our coworkers. And Mahoney, you recently had a uh, fairly large accomplishment. And I don't want to, uh, you know, I want to go overboard here, but I'm really proud of you. I don't know what I've accomplished recently, Dave. You were telling us that you recently... Uh, stayed at a hotel while you were doing some traveling, and, uh-huh. and they had a scale at this hotel. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you and your wife have been kind of splitting time, and you haven't been around her uh-huh. that much, and so you've been kind of eating pretty when, poorly. When left to my own devices, and my wife says <laughs> yeah. this all the time, yeah. that I am like a toddler with a credit card. That's, I have yeah. the... Yeah. Uh, restraint. I have the willpower, and I have the tastes and the thought process, and the thought process of a toddler. But you can't help it. You were raised single child, only child. With you were a mama's boy. Mahoney she just lets you Mahoney get whatever wants. you want. That's right. He's a chicken you finger kid. That treat. He was a chicken finger kid. The, the most apropos story of Mahoney when he was growing up, describing how he was, was the ice cream story when you ran out into the street. And refused to let the ice cream man move his truck without running you over until you got... There was the soft serve ice cream man, too, man. We had the soft serve guy. (laughs) He only came around, like, once a week during the summer, which he was missing out. But the the, the regular ice cream guy came around every day. But when the soft serve ice cream guy came, I got ice cream from him every time. And there was one time Mm -hmm. I didn't have any change to go get ice cream. And so I ran out there, stopped him, was crying frantically. And then my mom and dad came out and bought me a uh, vanilla and chocolate ice cream swirl cone and uh, calmed me down. Oh, but, my uh, gosh. Made, made quite the scene in my neighborhood yeah. mm-hmm. when that happened. Uh, but yes, Dave, so being apart from my wife is not not great for my health. We've, we've lived apart before. And, uh, you know, I gained 50 pounds. 50? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We lived in Houston, and I lived uh, about... A Half a mile from the greatest barbecue restaurant in the country. He's not exaggerating. It's called Killens. It's actually world renowned for you barbecue. You got to wait in out like for hours in order to get in. Yeah, oh, Mahoney, whenever Mahoney, it's gone, it's gone. Uh, just just to give you an idea of like how he weaseled his way in. He he let the owner of the place know that you know he's a big time radio star, and uh, 
invited him onto the show. Like the very first guest that we had on our radio show when we moved to Houston was the owner of a barbecue place. But I mean, okay. like you just said, it's, it's very well known. I have yeah. actually never been to it, but I know of Killen's Barbecue. Yeah. yeah. And so Dave, that's a good, it's a good uh, person to have I, on your show. I waited in that line for two hours that first time. Yep. And it was the greatest barbecue I'd ever had. And then uh, Ronnie Killen just so happened to win. Uh, restaurant tour of the year, mm-hmm. and you and, wanted to feature him, and uh, then he let me come in the backside door, which was ah. detrimental to my health. So again, what? W- lived in Houston. Mahoney gained fifty pounds. Back to the original story of why I'm so proud of Mahoney. Uh, you're recently traveling, and you found a scale in your hotel room, which is see. interesting because a lot of hotel rooms don't have scales. Yeah, I uh, see. I, I, you're being facetious when you say you're proud of me. So I've never been in a hotel room. That has a scale. Like well, why you normally mean. stay at hotel rooms where if they had a scale, it would get stolen. Or it's for, uh, it, it weighs not in pounds, but in grams. Mm. <laughs> that's the kind of hotel scale I am uh, more accustomed to yeah, that's uh, right. being around. But they had a full-blown scale. And I haven't, I don't have a scale bizarre. at my house. That's I bizarre. left it at my other house. Mm-hmm. And um, so I decided to step on the scale, Audrey. How did it go for you? And yeah, you know, uh, my, my clothes have been fitting a little tighter. Uh-huh. And uh, I did notice you were going back to the Tommy Bahamas, which I feel like was an indicator that you were feeling like your clothes was and, were a little too tight. And so extra room in, in the there. first two months, I've gained eight pounds. But that's not bad. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. That's four pounds a month. Yeah, that's only a pound a week. Which which is I'm on track for again another fifty pounds a year. Is that what that oh, track is? Being so I don't know if I'm, if I'm beating my previous average of gaining fifty pounds in a year mm. or not. So uh, I don't know if I need to make some like life changes or not. You just need to start walking. Isn't that the really the only thing that your wife really implements in your life is to walk? Because you guys don't eat the same food. She doesn't cook for you because she's a pescatarian and yeah. you're a meat eater. You're a straight carnivore, pizza man. So I mean, like, do, does she? Like, just make you walk all the time? And that's how you kind of keep... Yeah, but uh, when she's not around to uh, be like, you should go walk, you're like, nah. I'm going to... How about how I about just order I eat a pizza? Some food and play video games instead. <laughs> what did you get one of those uh, those little tiny treadmills for underneath your desk? <laughs> you know I'm going to fall off that and roll my ankle. <laughs> you would. You would. You'd be the first person to get injured on an under-desk treadmill. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Um, man, I uh, work from home 99% of the time, but uh, today I had to come into the office. But I still went into the break room, made up some coffee this morning. I got my coffee routine figured out at home, but... Um, coming in once or twice a month, it's not the same here at the office. And, uh, man, I made some strong coffee. I am riding the caffeine wave this morning. Just wondering how you folks take your coffee. Have a great day. Message deleted. Take my coffee black. But you do something interesting that I have never known anybody to do um, until I watched you use our Keurig one morning, and you double use one cup on a Keurig. Well, so, like, if I'm making a large, like, thermos of coffee that's, you know, 20 ounces or whatever, then yeah, I'll double tap on the same K-cup. You switch it out and do two Yes, because one cup equals one cup of coffee. Mm, No, you can get a full flavor profile from the double tap on the K-cup. You've bought into big Green Mountain Roasters or whatever, whoever owns, or Dr. Pepper, I think Dr. Pepper owns Keurig now. No, I like my coffee like I like my women. Hot and on the table. Yeah. And Mahoney, you just recently started uh, Chris making was so our coffee. Disappointed this. me. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt it was going to go somewhere great, but so, no, no, yeah, no, it did not. No, thank you. I, I didn't even. I, I literally didn't say, even I like get my, it. Early in the mo- <laughs> first thing in the morning, or you didn't get it. I okay. hot and on the tail. What's on the tail? No, on the table. Oh. Jesus, gosh! You and your active listening, Audrey. I am a good listener. Uh huh. <laughs> I just couldn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't know. But Mahoney started uh, cooking his own coffee here. Wait, and, cooking coffee? I didn't know you cook coffee. Well, brewing. Brewing coffee. Mahoney, what's your uh, coffee brewing style? 
Uh, I, I've stopped because it was too much work. It's too much cleaning here at the office. And oh, so that's what I was going to ask. Switched. Oh, you stopped? You no, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm just drinking tea every day now because all I have to do is just push the little hot water thing down. And Mahoney's You've gotten too lazy to make coffee. coffee. <laughs> it's hilarious. It 100%. It's so it really funny. Is, it went man. from him trying to save money from the K-Cups uh-huh. to him making his own coffee at home. He bought thermoses, did the whole thing because then it became he needed more coffee because he was drinking too much coffee. So he came in double fisting 64-ounce thermoses. And so proud of it, too. Like the hazelnut, this and that. I ground yes. the beans myself. It was macadamia nut oh, Kona coffee, sure. which is still great, but I'm just it, it's too much cleaning. Too much cleaning, too much work. I gotta yeah. I don't know if I have the it's just it's just too much work with and my so, wife not there. Naturally Mahoney has <laughs> gone back doesn't. to the thing that he is best at, which is teabagging. Are any of you guys afraid of heights? You ever been up next to a window high up in a tower or looking over a high balcony ledge or off of a uh Mountain cliff or anything when you're, you know, hiking, our favorite thing to do. Message deleted. Yeah, the idea of like hiking on the edge of cliffs. I mean, I know we were talking about, you know, treacherous falls that you've taken not that long ago. And Andy, who's in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, was talking about how he nearly went off the side of a cliff. Or even worse, because one thing you you fall and you die instantly, that would be fine uh, as far as dying goes. Mm -hmm. You fall. And then you like you break your legs, both oh, your legs, and you can't move, and, and then like wolves die. eat you. Yeah, yeah. that'd be like, horrible. That would be uh, <laughs> that would, would be happened to me. So, uh, have you uh, ever seen the documentary The Alpinist or Alpinist? Heard of it? No. Okay, so the entire time I'm watching it, this guy is a free climber, no no cards, no cords, no nothing, and he has hiked some of the largest and tallest mountains in the world. Yeah, free climbing. The entire time I'm watching that, I'm like thinking like you and you both, David Mahoney, thinking like this guy has a death wish. Why would you ever go into icy scapes and multiple terrains and not use harnesses uh, unless you're really planning on death? Did he die? He did, but Ah! not because he fell off. Yes! Did he die like a a car accident or something? Wouldn't that be some irony? No, but he- Choked on an olive? uh, There was a really bad storm, snowstorm, and they got covered. Well, I mean, yeah. so he didn't fall, yeah. but it's, the element still got him. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, mean, for the love of the game, I feel like that kind of you're kind of asking for it. It's, it's, it's like I was real sad bear when, guy. when Steve Irwin died. You know, the crocodile hunter. Again, but it was the love like, of the game. Yeah, it's like you're you're sort of asking for it. Weird the way that it, you went because it was. We would have thought it would have been a crocodile, right? But you know, like you're sort of like asking for it in a lot of ways. Oh man. Yeah. But, no, the guy was spiky. Do you not remember the uh, the documentary? It was like Bear Man or Bear Guy. Bear Grill? It would, no, this no. is not Bear Grylls. It was the guy who was like sleeping in caves with bears. I'm and best then friends shot. with the bears. And then they're like, the hell we are. Yeah, they woke <laughs> up from hibernation like, oh, we got an appetizer right here. So, <laughs> so they were just hibernated, like just totally sedated by twigs and stags and leaves and stuff. Yeah, they're like, we're just going to nap this off. And then they wake up, they're like, I got an I'm idea. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Also, can we talk about hibernation real quick? Uh-huh. I know, Mahoney. Because I thought- and I was bamboozled, I, In school man. that like ba- bears- would just go to sleep for like months. They they wake up every day. They're just more tired. They just sleep more. Yeah. We They're thought, constipated. We thought they went to sleep for the entire winter and yeah. then like a reemerge. You're like, mm-hmm. nah, man. They just like sleep hanging out in their cave like Mahoney does. Yeah, they just got some bad social anxiety. Just didn't feel like going out for a I little just bit. Don't feel like it. <laughs> When did fast food become so expensive all of a sudden? Dude, that's true. Don't get me wrong. Like a lot of them have dollar and value menus, but we all know the real good stuff is on the actual menu. I was at McDonald's the other day and I ordered two meals and it was close to 25 bucks. The only thing that fast food is going for now is convenience. Message so deleted. I spent $22 a jack in a box, I think, a week ago, two weeks ago. So that was for yourself. For just me, by now, alone. I got... This bake, ultimate bacon cheeseburger. Okay. Six tacos. Wait, you got a bacon cheeseburger and six tacos? Well, for okay, bacon but that's ultimate a cheeseburger lot of meal. Food already. Uh, oh, so you got the the meal, large fries. curly fries. Uh, oh, the curly fries. Twenty two bucks for what you're even saying right now. Six, six tacos. Three egg rolls. Okay, that's so much food for twenty two bucks. I'm not that in your camp actually, on that. That's, that's a, a ton of food. That, uh, so, no, it used to be like twelve. Okay, but that is still that's still a, a lot great of food. great price point. Twenty two bucks for. 14 items. We regularly, because, you know, again, big family, four kids, all of that stuff. We'll go through, like, the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, easily 65, 70 bucks. 
Well, it's because it's Chick Fil A. Yeah, so, That's but premium. Still, I know, but I mean, like seventy dollars in the drive-through for like they're not a bunch of teenagers; they're little kids. Well, oh, but, you're gonna go broke well, when they are teenagers. I know. If you're like me, you're only eating fast food when you're intoxicated at home, and then you got to do the DoorDash fees on top oh, of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll it comes and spend ninety eight dollars at Taco Bell, and it's never. <laughs> Like, dude, fast food, DoorDash does not hold Doesn't up. Doesn't hold no, up. It does. Never. From nowhere. Yeah. Maybe Chick-fil-A is okay and passable, but everything else does not hold up. And I'll you tell you- You gotta wait an hour for it, I, too. I get yeah. so embarrassed, too. So there was there was another night where I ordered probably like $35 worth of fast food. Mahoney. <laughs> but what is going on? I'm, man, that's, my wife's not here. But she comes to she comes back. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't on the weekends. Her- <laughs> like, he can't be held responsible for what he's doing on a Tuesday. Yeah. It's not his fault. <laughs> yeah. So oh the guardrails are off. And, get, get here faster. And, and you guys know that I'm like big into like the credit card points game now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my god. So like paying for like $35 worth of jack-in-a-box with an Amex Gold at 1 a.m., mm-hmm. I just feel like they know, like, and I've done it multiple times. I'm like, I gotta be the only degenerate doing this dumb stuff. Yeah, American Express is like, why did we issue this loser a card? Four X points, though. Good for you. On restaurants. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, guys, the FBI has put out a new warning. You know, we've seen a lot of these deep fake uh, videos that have been put out as of late, and they can be fairly convincing. Like, it was Bill Hader, is that the one that it was on? Uh, one of the late night talk shows, and he kept like morphing between him and Tom Cruise. And, oh, you know, yeah. Like, that was one of the first ones where I was like, oh, wow. And that was like six years ago. Yeah, it was a while and ago. It's come a long, long way since then. So the FBI has put out a warning because they're saying that on social media, I guess this is a new scam that's going on, uh, they'll use social media photos, a lot of times, including your like profile photo if it's visible to the public, and they'll take images of you and they're creating these deep fake porn videos and then they're blackmailing you with them. But how are they getting your picture? Through social media. Oh, just like your profile picture? So profile picture is one of the primary ways that they're doing it if that's not private. But then they're also doing it with like if you have a bunch of pictures that are public they can, or they'll Google your name after they get the initial fi- picture and they create these deep fake porn videos. And I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sort of like, I mean, it can't be like much worse than like me in real life, so I could like a deep fake. I mean, are porn. you what kind of body are you gonna put me on? Right. You gotta be like, like, like a, a better looking like, body? A, like, a, like one of those guys from 300 with them abs. Uh, I mean, you don't have to blackmail me to like not release it, like I'll, I'll just pay you to release it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel different, but <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it may be slightly different for you, but like for me. If, like, one of my real tapes ever got out that I made, like, 15 years ago. Wait, do you still have those? No, but, like, remember that one that got lost? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. If if anyone out there has been shopping at a Goodwill and you found a suspicious-looking Pride MMA DVD, do not put that in. Do not, do not, uh, yeah, do not. uh, But I'll just say that was a deep fake. Plausible deniability. Now, anything gets released. No, nah, they're like, sir, there's a Vandalay Silva poster in the background. We know nope, that's deep, you. That's just a really good deep fake. <laughs> really yeah. good deep fake. You know, I mean, that, that is one of those things where like almost anything, even if you're caught red handed on camera or whatever, deep you're fake. like just a deep fake. Just yeah. stick to it. Yeah. Never, never break. Never, ever break. Is that the new I sat on a toilet seat? It's uh-huh. a deep fake. Yeah, no, it's just a deep fake. <laughs> they're like, then why is there a baby that looks just like you? Don't ask. Deep yeah, fake. Weird toilet seat, man. Weird toilet seat. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Man, so this guy is just having a rough day. This dude was sitting at a bus stop. And he had his bicycle with him, because you've seen that before, right? Where, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're riding your bike, and then you put it on the front of the city bus, and then you just go about your way. And yeah, then, a lot of yeah. buses in metro areas now have added the bike racks, which I think is a great addition, for sure. So this guy's sitting there. He's got his bike against his leg. Mm-hmm. A couple of people walked up. There's a total of three of them. And one of the individuals said, damn, that's a nice bike. And then just stole the bike from this guy. Got on his own bike, and he rode away. And he, he was chasing this dude. And couldn't catch him because he was on a bike. And so he just gave up, upset, obviously. As but you do. decided he had to go back to the bus stop because you got to still catch your ride. Maybe he's going to work. Didn't say. But even though he chased this guy, wasn't able to catch him, went back to the bus stop. When he got back to the bus stop, another guy was standing there waiting for him. And he picked him up by his hoodie and pinned him against the wall and said, give me your shoes and socks. 
and socks. Socks yeah. are so tough. Ooh. Who wants to put on another person's socks? No one ever. And let me tell you why. Because you know, as a sock wearer,、mm-hmm. you always lose one sock all of the time. Socks are the first thing to go next to bobby pins in a person's life. And it's hard to come by socks. And, and you so, sweat so much through your feet. Yes. We are all on、why、the same page、them? here. He took off his shoes, but refused to take off his socks. That's a line too far. But then the guy who was robbing him. Forcibly remove the socks from his feet. Oh, that's so demasculating. I don't, I don't know if you could ever feel like a man again. And then he took his phone and his wallet、Ooh. and took the $40 out of his wallet、oh. and threw it back at him. Well, at、ah. least he gave it back. And then ran off and got detained a short time later. Maybe this guy's got a foot、is、fetish. There, We're not even thinking about that. Is there a happy ending to this? No. I think no, for no, him, because he's got well, a foot fetish. The, the, like they got on the bus, the bus saw the guy on the bike, and he ran him ran over him or something? Over I mean, they did catch the people that were, that were responsible for it. So him. that's had, kind of a happy they ending. They had previous、sure. warrants for、uh, domestic violence, like rough stuff, and so they got arrested, which, good, get him off the street. If、But、you're going to rob a man of his socks,、yeah. death penalty. Death penalty? Dude, if、okay. you forcibly take another man's socks off his feet, At gunpoint, death penalty. You guys、okay. did not hear me. He I think up, it、yeah. was a fetish. And I think that this was a slow and sultry happening. I think he、uh, took the shoe off very slowly, like, slid the sock off. Like slowly pulling slowly. off pantyhose.、Yeah. And he was just like, <sighs> and then、oh. took the wallet, gave him the money back because he felt like it was an exchange. Are those tube socks you're wearing? Toe、God. socks. Could you imagine toe one socks, toe at a time? One at a time. This little piggy. <laughs> But with his mouth. So you got to be real drunk to think this is a good idea. An unidentified man was caught on camera stealing a giant Captain Morgan statue from a bar in I'm Florida. Not, I'm not even mad at this. But I like, mean, I can see what myself. What is this, 2000? I can、Black. see if it was the year 2000, this could have been me. Probably was you. This、Captain. is you from the. The past. I loved Captain Morgan so much in the year 2000. And Coke? Oh, or were you a, a Dr. Pepper person? No, I was Captain Coke with a lime. Ooh, that's still. You and I broke down on this often, actually. Co- rum and Cokes. Dude, what's, what's great about this is that this guy used his pickup truck in order to do it, but he started loading Captain Morgan into the back of his pickup truck and he had like a canine cage in the back. And so he couldn't get it in there initially. And so there's like a 10 minute struggle of this guy trying to load a Captain Morgan into his pickup truck with a dog cage. A guy with a dog cage in the bed of his truck definitely is the exact energy, I would assume. From a person who would steal a Captain Morgan statue. Dude, but think of how,、yes. lo- how cool that's gonna look in the corner of your apartment. It's gonna be <laughs> in the living room without question. Chick magnet. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833 Yo Dummy. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I know it's tough for you all to do, but if you had to play the movie quote quiz game, who do you think is going to win? Just wondering. Message deleted. I mean, there's no brain. Yeah, Mahoney wins that for sure. I, I spent all of my youth watching mo- nothing but movies. I feel like all of the games that we play are definitely geared towards Ma- like a Mahoney、uh, in all of his strengths. Because he's I mean, really great. He took a,、uh, a history of cinema class in college.、Uh-huh. He loves fast food. Yep. He's really good at music. Yep. Loves, this, loves the tunes. Yeah, because the things that Mahoney gets excited about are the things that Mahoney is good at. If I don't want to play the game myself, why would I want to play it on the show or have somebody else play it on the show? Great Listen、point. to that. Yeah, no, Very you, good point. you,、uh, you act, actively push back on things that you're not good at because it doesn't make you look awesome. Yeah, we have a. Spelling segment called the Super Stupid Spelling Bee, well, which I'm we glad. We did. We did、I'm, until I'm, you killed it. I'm glad we killed that because I am the world's worst speller. We're、Teamwork、bringing it back.、Money. We're bringing、Should've、it back. s p e n d more time learning how to spell, less time watching movies. Man. Hey, y'all. I just want to say leave Mahoney alone with、Thank、the、you. whole Toyota thing. We have a 2005, and that thing's got 301,000 miles on it. See you later. <laughs> Message deleted. I don't think anybody、Hold、was、on. talking trash on my Toyota. I love my Toyota. I, got, I just hit 145,000 miles. I got a 2013 Toyota Avalon. I love. I yeah. Just, no, no. The best we, car I've ever owned in my life. No one was giving Mahoney a hard time for having a Toyota. They're great cars. Audrey also drives a Toyota. I got a Yoda. What we were giving Mahoney a hard time for is how much he loves his maroon Avalon. Oh, were you talking trash about the Avalon when I was out? No, no. no, no. I, was, I was talking trash、Mahoney's、about the Avalon、face. to your face, son. I don't remember that.、Yeah. No, I was, it's, it's like just calling my, my baby ugly. No, it, it's just that you love your Avalon <laughs> more than almost anyone that I know, including the people that have, like, you know, 
they've spent ridiculous money on their cars. You have a true love for your Avalon where, like, you don't want to give anyone the keys to it to valet your car. I don't like other people driving my car. I don't like you messing with my seat. I don't like anybody else in my car. It's your like, sanctuary. It is. It's. Yeah. I, I spend, I love driving. It's part of the reason why I think I love radio as much as I do. You know, it's like I, when I was stressed out or I was just bored or whatever, like when I was a teenager, all I would do, I had a uh, 1992 or 1991 Toyota Celica and yeah. I would just drive for hours and hours and hours late at night in the city when there was nobody there. And I loved doing that. Just like listening to the radio, you know, all loved morning radio, loved talk radio, all that sort of thing. So I think it all kind of uh, plays into that, but... What a weird dude you are, man. You're just angsty 17-year-old Mahoney cruising around the city at 1 o'clock in the morning. I love that. Just <laughs> driving around the city when there was nobody around. I mean, like, it was like 1 yeah. or 2 in the morning downtown, like, St. Louis. No matter, yeah. The city, because so, before they revitalized any of it, yeah. it was, you know, just big-ass old, because it's an old, old city. So you'd see all these old buildings, and it, nobody's out there. There's something like did you used to, about that. Did you used to like driving through areas that were dangerous? Oh yeah, yeah I did too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what it is about guys, but like when you're driving through an area, you're like, I shouldn't be here. And it's like two, like tiny sixteen year old white boys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like what would you have done if nothing, something were to nothing. have happened no, I, to you? I, I, you know, I thought that Celica was a sports car, even though I had the uh, the ST and not the GT. Uh, so you had the four cylinder. Uh, I mean, they were all four-cylinders, but this oh, was the less-tuned yeah. uh, four-cylinder. <laughs> so it would take me like 10 minutes to get to go going 60 miles an hour. Please leave a message after the tone. All a girl really wants is a guy that can make her laugh without dropping his pants. Message deleted. I think uh, I think they want more than that, my friend. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to take a relationship advice from you. He sounds sleepy. We, we appreciate your call. <laughs> yeah. But what did he yeah. say? I couldn't really hear. He, he was said, low. All a woman wants is a man who can make her laugh without dropping his pants. Oh, saying like his doinker would actually make her laugh if he were to drop his pants? No, she would need, if she, if I could make, if you could make a woman laugh, that's all you need. And uh, I'm going to say no, man. That's, uh, I know plenty of funny guys who uh, are lazy as hell and don't work. And um, yeah, no. Yeah, you know what helps? Money. Yeah, laughs don't pay bills. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> oh, boy, it's big. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So while much of the world is freaking out that AI is coming to get us and we're all going to die, maybe let's just stop for a second and realize, like, it's not really that threatening just yet. Can it's everyone not just conscious. Calm down? It no. does tasks. Yes. We are, we are a ways off before Judgment Day. This is what AI should be used for. Uh, Google Cloud has announced a new partnership with the Mayo Clinic. If you're not familiar with the Mayo Clinic, they make mayonnaise. And no. That's not what they do. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a new, <laughs> it must be a new wing. Uh, no, they, they're an incredible, um, you know, medical facility. And they Finest have, you know, in the world. Yeah, all, all over the United States. But they are, you know, one of the leaders when it comes to trying to figure out how to treat different kinds of diseases. And there's, they are now using AI. And it's a tool that aims to improve the efficiency of healthcare throughout the United States. And if you've, if you've been to the doctor recently or if you've just been dealing with any sort of healthcare issue, uh, you realize it's kind of a pain. And so if big tech is getting together and, you know, not worrying so much about spying on your emails or trying to serve you ads mm -hmm. and going, how can we actually make people happier and healthier? I'm here for that. Absolutely. If we could find a way to get the billing process uh, sped up with this AI as well and help people out in that regard, you know, this, you know, we could uh, use it for the power of good for once. The initial focus of the collaboration between Google and the Mayo Clinic will establish a new search tool powered by Google Cloud's generative AI software that would improve clinical workflows by making it gasp easier for doctors and researchers to quickly track down patient information like that so the system would give health practitioners immediate access to medical records that could be instantly cross-referenced to a whole bunch of medical research from across multiple sources as well as other relevant guidelines and again you know if, you, if you're dealing with an illness right now or a loved one is the idea of this sort of thing coming along and trying to improve the process of making it easier for not only doctors and physicians that you're dealing with today to figure out your medical history, but also how to collaborate with all of the other best minds in medicine to figure out how to best treat you. Here for that. But is this going to keep me from doctor shopping motor pills? 
Uh, you're doctor shopping boner pills? I feel like a gentleman of your advanced age, Mahoney, should have no problem getting your hands on some boner pills. <laughs> they clearly know I don't need them. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it is. That's why. They look at you and you're like, yeah. He's drug seeking. <laughs> how many you need, pal? <laughs> Looks like you may need a little bit of help. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 